Good morning and welcome to episode six of The Elevated Life. I am Noelle Quirrell. I am your host today and I want to welcome you. Uh, I'm glad you're joining us. There's some great stuff we're going to be talking about today. I hope you're enjoying the previous podcasts and the goal is for each podcast to sort of build on the previous one. Uh, Maybe not always exactly, but You'll see how as you move along from day to day, the information will just keep building and growing and uh, adding to, you know, adding to itself, basically. Today, I wanted to talk about the first most important steps to take whenever you begin the healing process. So if you've been diagnosed with any type of chronic condition or illness or even if you deal with minor inconveniences like a lot of people do uh, you know and you don't consider them a huge problem in your life per se things like maybe allergies or asthma or headaches or aches and pains that come and go or digestive upset sometimes or acid reflux or skin breakouts or, you know, just any number of things that people deal with every single day that they don't really consider a quote-unquote chronic illness, even though they, they sort of are. But many people don't really think of themselves as, ha- as having anything chronic um, unless it's really, really, really serious. Uh, so I just kind of want to tell you that this information will apply uh, to basically anything you could be dealing with. So let's, let's work from the standpoint that you're dealing, you have chronic symptoms that bother you. And you, you get on with your life, you work, you have a family, you're busy, but you still have these symptoms that bother you. Maybe it's just fatigue, low energy, you know, not a lot of endurance, not any desire to work out. Maybe you Maybe sometimes you just feel down and depressed more than you would like, and you would just like to be happier. Um, So I want to just talk about the first steps to healing. So whenever I work with somebody, I first like to find out where their head is at. You know, where, where is your mental, what is your mental state in regards to your health, and where you want to get to. So I ask questions like, you know, first I ask, of course, what are the symptoms that are bothering you? And the next thing I ask is, what are your goals for your health? And some people will say just to stop hurting or just to not have allergies anymore or whatever. They, they, the, the immediate goal is to not have that problem anymore. But I like to go a little further and talk about, you know, how they really want to feel because a lot of people become used to feeling not that great on a daily basis. So um, what I've noticed, and this was true for me, for so many years of my life, I felt okay. And then a lot of the time I I felt miserable with allergies and asthma, Um, severe asthma, by the way. So I would feel miserable, and then on other days I'd feel okay. But when I just felt okay, in contrast to being miserable, I thought I was feeling great. 
So Just Okay was actually great to me at the time because I would do anything not to feel absolutely miserable. So I hope you're following me here. So like it, a different, so not feeling miserable in my, in my experience was great. However, looking back at how I felt when I was feeling in my mind great, I was actually just feeling okay. Because now that I don't have those health issues and that constant back and forth, feeling good, feeling bad, feeling good, feeling bad, now that I don't have that anymore going on and I basically feel good, uh, now I know what it's really like to feel great. So why I ask this um, of new clients is I like to get an idea of what they, you know, kind of like how they think they feel. Uh, people actually have very low standards for themselves, unfortunately, as far as how they feel. They, because again, everyone is almost, feel, a lot of people are feeling different degrees of okay. And not many people are actually feeling really great most of the time. That's a much smaller number of people. And I'm sure you would agree with this because I'm sure you know a lot of people. And if you asked your friends and family, how many of your friends and family actually feel great 95% of the time, uh, it would be interesting to know how many people really said great because a lot of people are going to say, okay. And those people saying, okay, I would, I would venture to bet don't even feel very good at all most of the time. So it's always a good idea to take the first steps to healing. In my opinion, I like to live my life as if I'm always healing, um, and always working on my health, not in an obsessive way, not in a way that stresses me out, but in a way that it's just kind of built into my daily routine because it makes me feel good. And that's kind of like what I, what I encourage the people I work with to start to do once they start to feel better is just keep living as if you're always healing. Um, and maybe you can do different variations of how much healing work you do, but, uh, and, but it's important to just kind of always, you know, apply these strategies to your life anyway. So the first step to healing, let's say you have a chronic illness. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to identify what is causing the problems. So we're going to look at what you're doing, what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're taking. We're going to look at your environment that, you know, are you working in a moldy office? Do you breathe clean air? Are you drinking good water? We're going to look at all those things and we're going to start to, to identify the red flags. And this is the part I go over with you. So we'll start identifying what the red flags are and where the areas are um, that are actually causing your problem. Um, obviously, most of this will come back to what you're eating or not eating, drinking or not drinking, how you're really taking care of yourself. It'll go down, it'll come down to are you active or sedentary? Uh, you know, and but believe it or not, the very, very, very first step is your mindset. So I like to go over mindset with people because this is such a key part to all of it. Um, before you can actually do any healing work, you have to try to understand, you know, your, the way you look at your health, the way you look at your life, your mindset, your belief system. So I first like to ask, do you believe you can heal? Do you believe your body is capable of healing? 
really, really, really capable? Or do you really, is there like 20, 30% of you that still thinks it's not really capable of healing on its own, that you definitely are going to need medication, that you're definitely going to need surgery? Or do you believe, really believe that your body has the ability to heal, the strength to heal from pretty much anything if you give it what it needs and if you take out the causes of the illness. So if you do believe that, if you believe that's possible, that's a great first step. And you know, some people have a hard time believing that. They like, they'll believe it once they see it, but the way healing works is you have to believe it before you see it. It's called faith. <laughs> and you need a lot of faith when you're healing. You need to believe it before you see it. Uh, and that's the first step. So first we need to believe we can heal. Really, really believe it. Really believe that the body is intelligent enough to prepare and heal from whatever you're dealing with. No matter how serious you think it is. No matter what you've been told. No matter how many doctors have told you you'll never get better. No matter how many surgeons or how many pharmacies you've been to to refill medications. You have to believe in your body's ability to heal. If you do, that's the major, major first step. And then the second step is we're going to look at everything you're eating and drinking and doing. So another first question I ask is, if you look at your day to day, would you, would you be able to classify 90% of what you're putting in your mouth as a high density nutrient? So if you can identify what you're putting in your mouth as a high density nutrient, 95% of the time during the day, great. But I doubt it because if you could, you probably wouldn't be dealing with any sort of chronic illness. <laughs> so I kind of already know the answer to that, but I do get surprise answers. There are exceptions to every rule. Sometimes people are eating pretty well and they still don't feel good. I'll get into that in a minute. That does happen sometimes, but in general, there's always, there's always things people are eating or not eating that are causing the problem. So we identify what those, those, those foods or beverages are first. What, if it's not a high density nutrient, it shouldn't be going in the body if you want to heal. Now, if you don't want to heal, eat whatever you want. You know, obviously do whatever you want. If you do want to heal, it's got to be a high density nutrient coming in the body. So the body has enough strength to heal, repair, regenerate, and replace bad cells with healthy cells. That's the, that's the key here. If we're always replacing cells 24 hours a day, remember we're hundreds of, of trillions of cells. So if the cells are getting lots of great nutrients coming in, they're going to be able to replace bad cells and unhealthy cells with healthy cells. That's where, what we call turning on good genes and turning on bad, turning off bad genes. Um, and that's also called repairing certain aspects of our DNA. So, which is why I love healing because healing is always possible. Um, when you understand the, the amazing capabilities of the cells. So if you're willing to, uh, look at what the red flags are, and start removing them and replacing them with green flags, which would be the high density nutrients, you're off to another great start. 
So the question always is, is are, am I eating high density nutrients? Is my body getting what it needs to be, be stronger, to build a better body, to build a stronger body, to replace unhealthy cells with much healthier cells? Is it getting what it needs? That's how the body heals. That's how the body heals lungs, stomach, liver, brain, heart, muscles, tendons, ligaments, joints, eyes, everything, everything you can think of. That's how the body heals cell by cell. High density nutrients coming in. And not uh, useful nutrients going out. So that's step number two. Step number three. Okay. Now let's see. It, step number three is pretty easy to understand too. We first need to we first need to look at the quality of the water we're drinking. Since we're 80% water, water fills obviously all of our cells. And most people, which I discussed in a previous episode, are chronically dehydrated to the point where they don't even realize that a lot of their health issues are caused strictly by, de by dehydration because dehydration actually means the cells are literally dying. They're just not getting enough oxygen. They're not able to absorb nutrients properly. They're inflamed. I mean, they're... They're mutating incorrectly. They're more prone to viruses and bacteria and yeast and fungus. So when we're dehydrated, all sorts of problems happen. We, become, we, we basically be, stay very chronically deficient. And the cause of all diseases, chronic nutritional deficiencies and cellular toxicity. So when we're dehydrated, that, that's a huge part of why we don't feel good. And we're dehydrated even when very often we don't realize it. it. You don't have to be thirsty to be dehydrated. You actually just don't have enough water flowing through your body. So you, you might have other signs like maybe you're constipated. That means you're not going at least two times a day to the bathroom, number two. You're not having really good bowel movements at least two times a day. That's chronically constipated. A lot of people think if they go once a day, they're not constipated. That is actually considered constipation. You should be going at least twice a day. Most people, healthy people will go three times a day. So that's a form of constipation, um, dehydration, which is constipation. Another, another sign of it would be dry skin. Uh, and another sign would be, you know, low energy, difficulty breathing, all sorts of things all sorts of things and then that's just the, that's that's just some of the more obvious signs that the less obvious signs are what's happening underneath the surface that you can't see so dehydration is huge the reason we become dehydrated is we eat so many things during the day that actually suck out the water from our body and leave our cells depleted and dehydrated so we're very often eating such nutritionless food that it, it just by eating it, it actually keeps us dehydrated and sucks out all our water. So when we can really be, drink a lot more water and fill, fill ourselves up with 
uh, plenty of water during the day, that alone, especially um, healthy water, um, you know, not toxic water, uh, we that's another great step to healing, just staying hydrated. Uh, and another great step you can take for healing is um, really learning how to get uninter uninterrupted regular sleep, learning how to, you know, get really quiet sleep. So getting good quality uninterrupted sleep is another game changer as far as healing, as far as one of the first steps for healing. For some people, this is very hard to do. They have young children. They're woken up in the middle of the night. There's all sorts of reasons people have uninterrupted sleep. But one of the biggest reasons is people have a very hard time winding down and falling asleep or they have a hard time staying asleep. So they'll fall asleep easily, but they won't stay asleep or sleep throughout the night. And the, the goal is uninterrupted sleep. You want your body to get into a very deep sleep because that's when the cells do all their healing work is at night. Basically, when we're sleeping and relaxed and calm, that's when the cells can repair and regenerate and actually detox. So there's so much going work going on in the body when we're sleeping and it's very important to get good quality sleep. Some people don't need as much sleep as others and that's just a fact. Some people really don't. Um, they function very well on less sleep or their bodies just don't need as much sleep. In general, eight hours is about the average that most people will feel the best if they get about eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. So the goal is to try to do everything you can to go to sleep and feeling calm and peaceful and to wake up feeling calm and peaceful. Uh, that, will act, that will speed up any healing process is getting the right amount of sleep. Um, and another, another really good thing is just learning how to relax and calm down during the day. So everybody's got very stressful lives a lot going on, a lot of interactions, a lot of input during the day, obviously from TV and phones and computers, and there's just so much stimulation going on during the day. So it's even more important now than ever for the nervous system, for our body to be able to heal, we need to be able to calm ourselves down. If we're constantly in a stressed out state from the beginning, uh, from the early morning when we wake up to when we go to bed, it becomes very difficult for the body to repair and heal and it means that there's a lot of excess cortisol pumping through the veins 24 hours a day basically. We don't want that. We don't want the body flooded with cortisol all the time. It's a great hormone and very useful in small amounts but in large amounts and in, in excess it can be very damaging for the body and it actually breaks the entire immune system down. So when people say they get sick because of stress, obviously this is very, very true, but most people don't understand why that is. It's because there's so much cortisol being produced all the time. The body doesn't have a chance to recover and excess cortisol is very damaging on the body. So you always wanna learn how to calm down during the day. One of my very favorite techniques for calming down during the day is to do small breathing take small breathing breaks, which sounds really silly. Obviously, we're always breathing, but you want to consciously breathe and you want to make your breathing very slow. So you want to breathe in, counting for seven seconds, 
and then you're going to exhale slowly out for seven seconds and you repeat this seven times and it's a fantastic thing to do to bring more oxygen into your lungs to oxygenate the cells to keep the cells hydrated by getting more oxygen and it strengthens the lungs too it's it actually gives your lungs more healing um, more lung capacity uh, and breathing capacity when you do these breathing exercises and you can do them as often throughout the day as you want it's just bringing attention to calming down so you're breathing in for seven seconds and then you're breathing out for seven seconds and you do that seven times and it's one of my favorite things to do in fact I recommend doing this when you wake up in the morning so once you know how to do that during the day you won't believe how much easier it is for you to relax stay calm feel calm and just bring more attention to the moment it's it's really um, just about habits that we create the little things we do every single day consistently are what heal us and are what keep us healthy it's the little things that build on each other every single day consistency is the name of the game and a lot of us have trouble with consistency you know we might try things once or twice we don't see immediate results we stop when it comes to healing you have to really be patient and you have to remind yourself that for whatever health issue you may be dealing with it took your body years and years and years to develop that health issue so you need to be patient in giving your body time to get rid of that health issue so and that's not easy it's especially not easy when you don't feel good I know it's not easy when you know you'll do anything to get out of pain or to feel better and you're not seeing results and you think wow I've been doing this for a week now and I don't feel any better and honestly these are the things I often hear you know it may even sound silly to hear it um, you might even laugh thinking people actually say to me all the time you know I, I've been doing this for seven days and I only feel a little bit better and I have to remind people constantly they've been feeling this way for 15 years or 10 years or 20 years or 30 years and they're mad that they're not feeling better in five days or seven days or even two weeks even though actually they're usually feeling better um, but maybe all their problems aren't gone so you have to just logically and you know realistically be patient and understand that your body takes time to heal but the the most important step to healing is taking out the cause of the problem when you take out the cause of the problem the problem will go away so taking out the cause is the first step taking out the things that are making our body weaker that are adding toxins to our body that are not high density nutrients that are causing lots of stress those are the things we need to remove from our body remove from our day as much as possible and taking little baby steps is the way you become successful so you just start removing things little by little you do what you can you start with the foods that you know you don't need anyone to teach you which foods are bad most people generally know which foods are terrible the problem actually comes in when people think certain quote-unquote healthy foods are healthy for them because they've been told that when actually those foods are 
just as unhealthy as the obviously unhealthy foods. So that becomes, you know, confusing for people and it becomes like, you know, an educational process in learning how to read ingredients. So I do recommend always learning how to read ingredients. I'm going to go over this in my next podcast, episode number seven. I'm going to go over how to understand ingredients and which ingredients are deceivingly unhealthy for us, even though we think they're healthy for us, and the main ingredients to really look out for. When you understand which ingredients are not healthy, it makes it much easier to to choose uh, what you want to buy when you're shopping, obviously, because a lot of people just are very confused at to what is, is or isn't healthy. And by the way, not everybody is the same. You know, there's always slight variations. Some people should be eating a little differently than the next person for ideal health. So it's good to understand that as well. Uh, but these are some of the very first beginning steps. So, you know, understanding what your red flags are, g- maybe doing an assessment and writing down in a journal all the things that you feel are red flags for you, the things that are not contributing to your health would be a good first place to start. Writing down things that are not high density nutrients, writing down the things that really cause you a lot of stress during the day and seeing how you can lessen that stress load for yourself. Writing down how much water are you really drinking and what kind of food are you eating that you think could be keeping you dehydrated. Chances are you are dehydrated. Again, most people are. So what could you be eating and and even drinking that's keeping you dehydrated? Uh, Are you getting, are you doing enough for yourself? Are you doing enough to calm down during the day and feel relaxed and feel happy? Are you doing things that make you joyful and excited about life? Do you take any time for yourself to spoil yourself during the week? Do you do anything impromptu or spur the moment uh, like maybe you did when you were younger or do you do you make time to laugh and you know make sure that there's fun things, fun people, fun maybe shows or movies that make you laugh? These are really important things. Do you take walks? Are you spending time outside? Are you exercising on a daily basis or on a regular basis? at least doing something every day? Or are you really staying sedentary most of the time? Are you surrounded by love? Are you, or are you in situation where you're not surrounded by a lot of love? All of these things contribute to our health. So it's good, you know, to just like, take note of where you are in your life right now. Again, I love journaling. Obviously, you could do it on your computer. You can keep note on your computer or your phone uh, and just kind of start taking note of the red flags that could be contributing to your health problems. The obvious red flags are what are you eating or not eating, keeping only high-density nutrients going in your mouth. That Those are obvious. The other red flags, though, are the things that um, really make us chronically ill. And those are the things that I just got done talking about. Also, I recommend getting some sunshine every day if you're able to. You know, at least 15 to 30 minutes a day, even just walking outside. Sunshine is really important. 
And, you know, are you working in fluorescent lighting all day? Fluorescent lighting is very dangerous and unhealthy. And, you know, if that's the case and you're in an office or something and you don't have the option of being in better, you know, better, healthier lighting, then spend as much time outside as possible or take breaks or maybe hopefully look at creating a better work environment for yourself in the near future where you're not in fluorescent lighting all day because that's actually not healthy either. Another good thing to do is to take a look at the products that you're using in your house, the cleaning products, the dishwashing liquid, the laundry detergents, the cleaning products, the bath products, you know, your grooming products, lotions, moisturizers, hair gels, all that stuff. There's so many great natural organic alternatives now. It used to be really hard to find good quality organic or natural products to use. Now it's very easy. Almost all the major grocery stores all over the country have you know, natural and organic options and replacements for pretty much everything. So there's almost no excuse now to keep buying chemicals. Um, because, you know, just always ask yourself, would you eat it? If you wouldn't eat it, you just shouldn't be bringing it in the house. Because if you're not eating it, it means you're breathing it in or it's getting on your skin. And if it gets on your skin, it's going into your bloodstream. And if you're breathing it in, it's going into your lungs. So either way, it's getting into our cells. And we, we often disassociate all these products with causing health problems, but they're totally directly related. So if you're breathing in laundry detergent fumes uh, that go into the air, or every time you run the dishwasher, that detergent goes into the air. We all know what that's like when the dishwasher's going and the hot steam comes out and you can smell the, the laundry, um, the dishwashing liquid is if it's chemicals, you're breathing that into your lungs. If it goes in your lungs, it goes in your cells. If it goes on your skin, it goes in your cells. And that's just something to remember. So maybe work on making lists of some different um, products in your house or things that you're using right now that are uh, not high density nutrients. They're not things you would eat. I know it sounds extreme to ask, well, would you eat a cleaning product? But honestly, you should be able to eat a cleaning product there's so many cleaners you can make out of vinegar and you can eat vinegar. And the thing is, is it's the truth. It's the truth for our, our skincare products. If you can't eat it, it's going on your skin. It's going into your bloodstream. This is how disease develops. This is how toxins store in our body. So it's just something to think about. It's not to freak you out. <clears throat> it's just to bring attention to these things and see where you can start making s small changes one step at a time for your own health. This is how we start to reverse illness. This is how we start to reverse chronic disease. And these are just some of the first steps that I always recommend to take in healing. If you're interested in more information or reaching out to me personally, feel free to go to thebodyreset.com and you feel free to contact me there. And uh, I look forward to talking with you tomorrow about ingredients. And I'm gonna go into all sorts of different types of ingredients. And um, in the next few episodes, I'm gonna br be bringing on some fantastic guests. And I cannot wait to do some of these uh, podcasts with 
some of my favorite people. I think you're really going to enjoy it and get a lot out of these um, upcoming podcasts. Thank you for joining and subscribing. And I hope that this information is adding value to your life. And here's to making today the most elevated day you can. Until tomorrow, have an amazing day. Bye-bye.